Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt. Hey, hey, hey. How hey, is hey, it? Hey, 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 hey. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah. We had an awesome episode last week, didn't we? We did. It was really fun. It was really fun. Ryan, who do we have lined up this week? We got Wim Brewing all the way in Hampton, New Hampshire. That's right. Hampton, New Hampshire. Not Hampton Falls. Not Hampton Not Falls. Northampton. Not, North not Hampton, Hampton Beach. Hampton. Hampton. I enjoyed this one because not only did we drink a lot of beer. We ate some food. And, and we, we had, had some, some cocktails. cocktails. Oh, Jinx, you yeah. owe me a cocktail, Ryan. <laughs> oh, so, uh, you know, it's been a busy week for us, uh, Ryan, finally. finally. I am graduating school i'm gonna get my my big master's degree i mean i'm pretty big boy degree i'm pretty proud ryan he did not get a 4.0 i did not get a a 3.96 3.96 who knows what happened to that 0.04 do you think his professors know i edited his thesis and they're like you read my thesis you're right i read it (laughs) but i gave it difference i gave it the stamp of approval the brewer's stamp of approval you did and that means something in the academia world i think Probably. I would assume so. I would want it to. Would you say that your thesis was fueled by any beer in particular? Oh. Oh. Um, besides Budweiser. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Really. Um, honestly, Sylvaticus. I took a lot of breaks at Sylvaticus and True North. You did? I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a thesis break, and I would go to one of those breweries. A thesis break. A <laughs> thesis break. You won't have that excuse any longer. I but, won't. Uh, I'll just have to go there to drink, I guess. Yeah, this is my drinking break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's beer clock. Yeah. Well, Ryan, congratulations. It's awesome. It's awesome to have you back full times. And, and, you Definitely. Know, we missed you. We couldn't have done the podcast without our friend Jazz at Small Pond Studios. So thank you, Jazz, for doing that. And if you are a local or national artist or whatever, whatever, uh, and you need some recording help, uh, hit up our man Jazz at Small Pond Studios. The link is always in our description below. And uh, check them out because they have some amazing services. And if you like the way our podcast sounds and you want your podcast to sound just as good as ours, then there you go. Small Pond Studios Small is the home for that. Um, but we have been drinking a lot of great beer. Um, always. Always, always, always. I see Ryan has a... I have a Merge Ahead, which is the new Rockport and Wandering Soul collaboration. Collaboration beers have been crushing it. Crushing it. Yeah, no, it's for sure. Yeah. Uh, This weekend, I drank a lot of mint juleps. It was Mother's Day, uh, and a mint julep just sounded right to me, Mm. so I didn't particularly drink any beer, but I had a lot of mixed cocktails. Nice. Yeah, uh, wrong with that? my sister got this emerald gin, which is paint- purple. It's beautiful, and you might have seen it in our Instagram post with me and Ryan. Yes, um, but that was a thesis break too. Yeah, <laughs> I am certainly, certainly getting into uh, some craft cocktails just because I, I love the nuance of different flavors. And uh, yeah, the, you know what, beer, it, beer still does it for me. Don't get me wrong, but uh, sometimes you want to be a fancy boy. I want to be a fancy boy. <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> Um, but other than that, I um, I am on the lookout for uh, Stamos on drums and guitar. This is a mass landing and vitamin C collaboration. Ooh. Okay. And those who know me l- know I love Full House, specifically sure. John sure. Stamos. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm looking for that beer. I know our friends down at Cappy's Peabody has it right now, and I'm hoping I can get my hands on it before it's too late. Nice. Nice. Another collab beer, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, can't go wrong. Erica, what about yourself? What have you been drinking? Oh, I finally hit back my old friend, Brado. 
It's been a while. I haven't been there Hello, in a while. darkness, my yes. friend. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I uh, had a couple of their beers. I had their uh, Half-Assed Resolution, which is a great super low alcohol beer. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, and I had their After Dark, which is their brown ale. After Dark number two, I should say. It's number like a, two. Yeah, it's going to be a, what do you call that? It's like a pilot series. It's a series. Yeah, there of it's beers. a series yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Words. Words. <laughs> were you um, were you part of their food truck this weekend? Yes. So you can find me every Friday on the Esplanade. On the Esplanade. Oh yeah, working the Prada food truck. Oh my god, the food looks so good last week. Oh yeah, yeah, it it is good. Highly recommend. And honestly, it's such a beautiful location. I am super excited to be there all summer because the weather is going to be fantastic. Or it's going to be really hot. No, not on the Esplanade. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, you're right. The Esplanade is... That nice little breeze. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it's going right. to be that's real right. nice. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what else is going on? Anything in the world of pink boots? Yeah. So we're working on potentially doing a outdoor in-person gathering. Oh, um, there's a link in all of Pink Boots Boston's social medias that you can kind of put your two cents in and how you feel about that. But I'm really hoping for it. I yeah. think we're pretty much all vaccinated at this point uh, being in the industry. So I think it should be cool. Cheers to that. Yeah, I really hope I'm really hoping on it. Yeah. So uh, we had the opportunity to interview some breweries across the country. If you have a brewery in mind and you haven't shared it on our social medias at Brewers across all platforms or um, please let us know um, because we have a goal of hitting up all 50 states with a brewery from there. I know we have some pretty cool ones that we haven't announced yet. We do. Uh, which I was actually surprised that we got some of these these states off the list earlier than later. Yeah. <laughs> but True. hey, whatever. Well, That's how things happen here at yeah. Brewers. But um Yes, we are excited to do that. And also, like, if we have not hit up a brewery in Massachusetts that you want us to do, we know pretty much which ones we haven't hit up. But if there's one that, like, isn't on our radar, please send us an email. Let us know. Send us a DM. Um, And, yes, we know. We have been called out on social media. (laughs) We need to go to Rhode Island. And Connecticut. And Connecticut. We We will be there. (laughs) I promise you. That I, is in I the works. I swear to you, and I yes. I promise that they will be in-person interviews. They are. They are. I, I have made lists of where we need to go and what we need to do. It's just a matter of reaching out and yeah. scheduling it. So. And I know Lee Lord's it's listening. Happening. We want to go to Narragansett, so just let us go, and yes. we can hang out there. <laughs> I, I'm so excited because I saw on their road, I am in a couple of Facebook pages, oh, are for you better now? or worse, because sometimes those groups can be a little toxic. Indeed. Um. And I don't usually toss my two cents in, but I did toss my two cents in because someone saw um, a double IPA from Narragansett. Yeah. And I was like, yo, Narragansett's the real fucking deal because yeah. our homie, Lee Lord, former brewer at Cambridge Brewing Company, mm-hmm. is a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And she brews some really good beers. Oh, yeah. She's the head brewer at Narragansett. Fuck yeah. And she knows what she's doing. So you're going to see some really good beers out of Narragansett Brewing. Yeah, definitely stay tuned because that... It's only going to get better. I mean, it's already amazing, but yeah. it's just it's just going to be even more amazing. And believe it or not, yeah. we did not get paid for that advertisement. Yeah. That was just like... That was just on the cuff. Organic. Just, uh, yeah, organic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to get to the interview. We have Wim in Hampton, New Hampshire. Not Northampton. Not Hampton Falls. Which Hampton. Hampton Propter. Hampton Propter. Proper. Proper. Not Propter. Proper. I know, but you said Propter. So I, I just know. I was going to say... Let's just make a joke about it. Yeah. I liked it. Spaghetti about it. Spaghetti about it, as we say here. <laughs> so, Ryan, why don't you cue up that audio, hit the little play button for people out there in podcast land, and let's take it away. Cheers. Cheers. Erica 
and Sound Guy Ryan. We are here in Hampton, proper Hampton, not Indeed. south, not north, and right certainly not Hampton Falls. Ryan made me f- say that. He paid me to say that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if you know by that location, and you probably go into Yelp and you write brewery, you'll know what what brewery we're at, and right. and pub. Where are we at, Erica? Whim. Are we saying that correctly? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nailed it. You know, before we get in introducing, my dad was like, he goes up to Lago's Ice Cream. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lago's Ice Cream. And he's like, Matt, there's a new brewery open. <laughs> I'm like, Frank, I know. Come on. Come on, Dad. Frank. Know. You don't Frank, think I know, know. He's like, why haven't you interviewed them yet? And I said, Dad, a time and a place. Come on. Time and a place. He knows us. And we've been we've been in contact with you to get on the, the brewery. Um, but yeah. I'm curious. Wim, the name. Just before we introduce yourself, where, why is why are you named Wim? Yeah, so it stands for water hops, yeast, and malt. Oh, that that, oh, that makes go. sense. Yeah, your cool. four basic ingredients of any well-crafted <laughs> beer. Um, you know, when we came up with the name, it was just uh, it was something that fit. Actually, it was Matt's brother that came up with the name back in 2012 or so. Congrats! Out Great on job. a run, yeah. yeah, and it just stuck. There was a few different things, but you know that was it. And funny enough, like we had a list of names that ended up, you know, there's a, a bunch of places that use those names. Oh, right. So it's yeah. like, oh, they were actually good names too. So we had a great list of names, but I think whim was it, man. Yeah. Um, nice. So Does it have a double meaning? Like you did this on a whim or like, no. Uh, no, it never <laughs> no, really. No, 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 sure. Matt, yeah, yeah. no. Nope. nope. It means water. Never on a whim. Small. Um, <laughs> it does in, you know, it does depend on how you, um, the font read the same thing forward and backwards. So. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Good yeah, point. I get what good you're point. Saying. Yeah, cool. That's cool, pretty cool. cool. Upside down. What's that called? Down? An anagram? No. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Upside yeah, down anagram. Upside down. Oh, anagram. Okay, cool. There that's right. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Actually, that's a palindrome. Palindrome. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank Bob. you. Someone Thank paid you, attention in English class. I did. Bob yeah. for one hundred. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we always start our podcast typically with asking our guests um, their role at the brewery and their first memory of beer. Take it away, gentlemen. Um, my name is Matthew Barrett. I'm the, the brewer here, actually. So um, uh, my first experience with beer, craft beer, are we talking? Or It could be anything. could be anything. Well, Whatever I, story I mean, you feel uh, comfortable I mean, telling that your parents won't be disappointed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get it anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I guess it had to be like, you know, I want to say I was like probably seven or eight years old and my dad left a a Budweiser down and uh, I ran over to it and grabbed the sip and uh, you'll spit it out instantly because I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> but um, well, it's good to hear you didn't chug it down. Yeah, it. that's yeah. solid. That would have been yeah. a little, a little yeah. <laughs> And you know, for a while, I, I thought beer tasted like that. I thought that's how all beer tasted. Um, but I'd say the first time I really got into beer, uh, I was probably around 21, 22 uh, trip to Portland, uh, went to Allagash. Yeah. This was, um, they know what they're doing. Know, up yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, before their, their massive upgrade. So it was their, yeah. their original brewery and, you know, tasting the beers there. It was, it was like nothing else I had ever tasted. Cause you know, it was yeah. before that it was, uh, you know, Corona's <laughs> Bud Lights, was Budweiser. There was like 15 a slight breweries difference. on that one. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that was, I think that was my gateway into brewing. I started home brewing shortly thereafter. Um, you know, I, I've been home brewing since I was 22 years old. Awesome. Um, and 
you know, this has always been a dream of mine. Um, I brewed for, before this, I brewed for Great Rhythm. Um, I brewed for Moat Mountain cool. um, prior to that. And, um, you know, this is a, a dream come true for me. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, but that's, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not sure what I do here. <laughs> uh, I'm here. I'm here today. That's cool. You know, um, no, I, I founded the company back in 2013. Um, my wife and I, we lived in Portland, Maine at the time. We're from New Hampshire, moved to Portland. At that time, um, I worked for uh, Walmart Logistics and I worked um, as a manager in, in, for Walmart. And uh, craft beer started to blow up and I loved the community behind it especially in Portland, Maine, Navarre Res, um, Ebenezer's Pub. So I, uh, I, I kind of started moving out of um, being interested in working in uh, global logistics. Uh, just the, you know, it was the uh, recession, right? It sounds so sexier things, than things, it actually is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. So I, I was excited to do something different, and I really loved the community behind craft beer. I loved the idea of going places and having guys in, you know, Corollas and Porsches having conversations about what they're drinking. You know, oh, what are you having? You know, it kind of split. I, I saw this, you know, breakdown of, you know, generations and classes at, at with craft beer. So I really loved it, and there was nothing like this happening in – New Hampshire. Mm. So especially Southern New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so I went to, you know, if you guys are familiar with Ebenezer's, um, they had a position open in, uh, at the Lions Pride in Brunswick, which was their sister company. And I went to Chris and Jen Lively and was like, Hey, you know, I really want to do something like this in New Hampshire. And I know that we don't have the same type of distribution and stuff like that, but they pioneered that happening in, in, in Maine. So I found it an opportunity to learn and kind of crash course myself through the restaurant industry. And they took me on, um, to do that. And they gave me a, an amazing opportunity to learn and learn a lot fast. And, um, that was in 2010. Wow. So and kind it, of before the craft beer, right at the beginning of the craft beer kind of boom. Yeah. Again, resurgence. Yeah. 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 Um, so good for you to see that kind of like writing on the wall at that time. Yeah. And I don't even know, you know, you know, maybe I recognized it, but maybe I was also just having fun, you know, and, and yeah. I was just chasing, you know, and it, uh, you know, a something other than Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, um, yeah, so that, that's how, and then we came home, you know, we came back to the seacoast and, and we did it. Um, and I, I, I did a, a crash, crash course startup with, um, Cornerstone in Maine when they opened, if you guys are familiar with them, yep. they're awesome. They opened a place in Port, uh, in Portsmouth as well. So I got some startup uh, experience under my belt, and then then we went forward and did that. Yeah. So that's how I ended up in craft beer, and and uh, you know my first experience with it is probably Dogfish Head Midas Touch. You know I've always been into uh, the more not mainstream beers. I've always had an affinity th- for things that are unique, so it drew me to to that anyways. But once I uh, once I had that beer, I was like, wow, this there's something different here, you know, so. I can experience things. <laughs> yeah. And then I did the, um, then I became a chalice member at Novare and that gave me the opportunity to like, I don't know, I felt like I traveled the world through the culture of beer. You know, I, you're, mm. you're forced to, you're forced to drink 
things that you would not choose to. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, that's the, it. Opened your palate. Yeah. 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 Excellent. I was working at a uh, office job for about 35 years. Yeah. And was thinking about what I was going to do in retirement. Man, you went into the a busy business. You went for retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people retirement, like want right? to like go to like Florida and like kick it up, and you wanted to like get in like the hardest working industry. Well, for a little digression, I always used to tell my kids, um, "Do what you love, figure what out, figure out what that is, and then you never have to go to work." Yeah. Right. Because you're doing what you love. So, about 2008, uh, I met my partner, and she had grown up in Vienna and in Munich. And her parents used to keep cases of beer in their foyer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so nice. you could say that she was enculturated and uh, just really liked beer. And so she um, she introduced me to craft beer, uh, as did my son, who acquired that taste while he was in college. Uh, for myself, I was my first experience was beer was, you know, kind of like Matt's. Um, about 15, 16 year, years old, and somebody had a fake ID, and, <laughs> you know, we ended up with, like, 17 cases of Miller at a big nice. party <laughs> and, and built a, a, a beer tower, and, yeah. and and my old man showed up at 3 in the morning looking for me. and Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went away to school up here in right. New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're sent away. Yeah. So, but anyway... Um, Back in 208, you know, starting to get into beer. And when I get into something, I really get into it. And, and uh, my wife said, you know, hey, you know, you're really looking like you would like an interesting experience. And she gave me for a birthday present a um, home brewing lesson at uh, Barleycorns. Oh, cool. Down in uh, Mass. Yeah. yeah. And brewed a couple of beers off of that. And then I said, hmm. And then I upgraded with a keg system, um, you know, with the burner thing and was trying to brew on that and realized I couldn't control any of the parameters for the recipes. Mm. It was like hit or miss, like this is good beer, this is hogwash. Yeah. Um, so I researched it a little more and found the electric brewery and spent a year outfitting a whole kit. Nice. At the same time, uh, I happened to start following Alex on Facebook. Wow. Uh, even before they opened, I would see the build, see, you know, the, the uh, build out of the restaurant and how it progressed. And then was excited when they opened and, and became a regular customer. Um, all the while looking towards retirement because I really was not fond of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. Mm. Um, so when I retired, I was talking to Alex and I said, you know, I'm going to open up a, a little tap room. And he suggested, hey, why don't we look together? And uh, one thing led to another because Alex was up in Portsmouth at the time. Uh, Wim was located there. And um, this opportunity came and it just fit. Yeah, It was a great upgrade for, for Wim. It was uh, a chance to get into um, having uh, participated in a, um, craft beer business. Yeah. Um, for the first six months we've, um, we're brewing on my homebrew kit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and poor Matt was doing his Sam Castiglione 
uh, imitation of living here at the brewery Ooh. and <laughs> brewing beer around the clock. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> on a half barrel system to yeah. try to keep the tap lines going. Wow. And, um, but as far as my role here, I'm just the guy in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just the guy. <laughs> I'm down here in the basement, you know. But yeah, but you're enjoying life. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell. Some people Probably think he's my manager, father because right? we have the same yeah. haircut. Well, I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask: Is any are, are were any of you guys related? But it, it turns out no, no, <laughs> no. no. So no, it was the beer. Yeah, the, the beer did it. <laughs> the question is: Is uh, what year was when created, and where was the original? You said the original location was Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. Portsmouth. Yeah, um, 2013. Wow, nice. So you guys are going into eight years of business. Eight years. Yeah. Wow. And was the original plan to always have it be a a brewery first or, or yeah um i never had any i never felt like i should rush it you know I, I thought it was most important for us to build a you know a community of people who trust us first yeah. you know and then do it right you know we you know there's so much growth and so many people rushing it and, and the industry moves really fast so it's easy to say like hey let's get right on the train and do it but our approach is a little bit more you know, let's observe and see what the best plan, you know, the, the most sustainable yeah. route is. And I really think that that's what we've done here. So what did WIM start as? It started as, um, its original name was um, WIM Craft Beer Cafe. The original concept was small plate foods with a strong focus on um, quality beer from and around the area right? from well from around the world yep. we you know our our philosophy has always been you know um better you know just just better you know choose the best thing that you can um that you're most proud of it's like hey if it's not if if i would not feel 100% comfortable selling it to my grandmother oh. it's gone <laughs> you know it's gone it's just not what we do yeah. and and uh, so I think that was the the basis of it, and nat naturally the progression would be moving into brewing as well. And as you, you know, if you took a look at our draft list, you know it's still heavy heavily guest beers, and it always will be because we have a huge appreciation for our friends and colleagues and the other talent, you know, and and we enjoy that. So we don't want you know we we want to keep that here too. We want to have yeah. our own great products to show people um, what we do and what we think is you know quality alongside our peers mm. as well yeah so i want to get into why this was a dream come true for matt but we have to go to a word from our sponsors first so we're going to take that into the next area take it away ryan did you know that your favorite massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in massachusetts our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS 
for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so we're back. Thank you to our amazing sponsors. Um, so Matt, you mentioned earlier you, you kind of cut your teeth at Moat and Great Rhythm. Um, and you said that coming to Wim was kind of a dream come true situation for you. Why is that? Well, I think a lot of it's just, it's because I've wanted it for so long. Um, and back in 2017, um, <clears throat> I started uh, coming up with a business plan and writing things down. And I wanted to open a brewery. Um, I remember coming to Alex's house one day um, I don't know. I don't know what it was for. Alex and I have been friends forever. Uh, I've I've known him since high school. Uh, yeah, we're we're we, family. Yeah, we're all Aww. family. We are family. Matt and I. Matt and I. Matt's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I came over one day. I want to say it was early 2017, and you know, I told Alex I was like, hey, I want to open a brewery. Um, I was working for Moat Mountain um, in. You know, I, I started working there because I knew if I was going to open a brewery, I needed to get some experience because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to go from home brewer mm. to professional brewer because I've seen that story play out and uh, yeah. sometimes it's not so good. And I learned a lot and um, I learned that, you know, maybe my beer wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it humbles you. And, and it turns yeah. out, you know, friends will tell you it's good because it's free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I... So that day at Alex's house, um, you know, I told him, I said, hey, I want to open a brewery. Um, and he was kind of on the same track with Wim. And, um, and we started getting together every Monday. It was, uh, I had Monday, I had Mondays off. He had Mondays off. I would drive down. I was, I was living in Wakefield, New Hampshire at the time, sure. which is about an hour north. Yep. And, um, so I drive down here every Monday and we were, we got together and we were working on a business plan. Um, and you know, we, and when was still in Portland and uh, Port, Portsmouth, Portsmouth at that point. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, um, you know, we, you know, things started moving and, you know, we had a, a few, we looked at a few pieces of property and, you know, they, it just, they weren't right. Um, and then that's when. Bob kind of came into the play. I know, and we had, you know, we had talked to, talked to him about it and we knew, we knew he was, um, he, he wanted to open up a small brewery and I think it was. Yeah. I was that home brewer. I thought my beers tasted really good. (laughs) Matt knows exactly why that is. (laughs) But, um, Bob was a great resource, um, because, well, He's much smarter than Alex and I. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much. You know. Wiser. Wisdom. Yeah. You know. yes. yeah. Yes. Well, it's a great opportunity no. for us too. Um, you know, there's there's things that you can, you know, you can self-teach yourself and you can, you can go to school, but you cannot, there's no replacement for experience, you know. And Yeah, and, and the three so of us. a great fit. Yeah, definitely. And the three of us had a lot of energy and we wanted to do it and it just... 
you know, combining forces. I think we were at uh, a New Hampshire Brewers conference when we all kind of met together. And we were, we were all there. Alex and I went, Bob went uh, separately, but we had, we had a, a good conversation there. And then we went, I think from there, we all, the three of us went to go look at a piece of property. And, you know, that, that property fell through. It just didn't work out. And while we were looking, you know, after that fell through, this came up and, you know, it, it fit the bill. Yeah. Like it, and by this, it, you mean the, the location? This location Hampton. here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And that was, that was it. We started, we started working, you know, working our butts off, mm. um, nice. get, getting this going. And, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been a struggle yeah. <laughs> because we opened in August of here at this location, August of 2019. Ah. And then six months later, <laughs> pandemic. Something happened. Yeah. So we've been open yeah. you know, longer during coronavirus here than Real yeah, before. Normal time. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, back to the dream. So that, you know, that's pretty much it. I would, you know, this, this is, this has been something I wanted for probably 10 years. And when it, when it happened and we mm. got this brewery, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. I was the other day, so we just picked up this two-barrel system that you can see behind us. Oh, fancy! Um, and you know, we're we're setting that up. We had the electrician in here, and um, yeah, I see that new Blickman system over there. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is the first time it's been officially said too. <laughs> it, we haven't. Oh. It has. It's not on. It's there not you go. Here. It's not on any Ooh. media. Everyone right. knows now. Everyone <laughs> knows. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Got the scoop. <laughs> oh. Releasing tomorrow. <laughs> We're gonna put it. It's gonna be on Hop Culture. And yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, we had the electrician in here. You know, finishing up, finishing up, and and it's just. I had so much excitement running through my body. I was like, "All right, here we go. Like, this is this is the next step." So you were still brewing on on Bob's old homebrew system? Yeah, just well basically <laughs> we were doing like 10 nice. gallon batches. We should have left it here so they yeah. could see it. I know. Yeah. I know, oh. I know. So that's cr- so that's amazing. I mean, you're able to have a, a, we're going to call it craft beer cafe and still be able to I mean, were you doing double triple batches a day? So, so I, I was mean, triple yeah. batching <laughs> um, into lying. one oh my yeah. God. one one barrel fermenters, the SS Brew Tech. They have the neoprene jackets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've yeah. got the uh, the chiller coil yeah. in them. Oh yeah. Um, so I would triple batch into those. Um, usually I would do. So were you two, here eighteen hours a day? N- <laughs> so I would I would do two batches one day and then this an- another batch the next day. Okay, like three a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless, it, no. unless it was like three Norwegians, which is the the fight yeast. Yeah. Um, I I would do three batches in a day just because it was like ripping by by the time yeah. I knocked out my second batch and yeah. I was like I was like I can't this beer is going to be done tomorrow when I come in. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, did it. It fit the bill for what it you did, needed to. Yeah, that's good though. So in let's say eighteen months that you've been open, I think that's a fair estimate to say, right? Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, you outgrew the needs for the homebrew system that Bob brought in, and now you're on a how many barrel system? Uh two barrels. Two barrels. Yep. So I mean, that's great. Real yeah. quick, you know the 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 original plan when we moved into this building. If you're outside, anybody who hears this and they they know the the look of our building. The building ended up being a great place because we've always been a little bit unique and mysterious. We, we don't typically do things that other people do. Yeah, you have a drive through. That's right. So yeah, the I was going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect segue. So yeah. this used to be a bank. And we oh, started really? Look, yeah, yeah. I we thought start, it was a Dunkin' Donuts. Someone told me this was a Dunkin' Donuts. Either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, bank. Yep. Rumors. <laughs> 
So um, it used to be a bank and the overhang uh, used to be the drive through for the bank. And when we looked at the building, we're like, oh, it's really unique. The building's super different. If anybody, yeah. you know, if you're just listening, there's a lot of what they call architectural windows. The building has these, you know, uh, windows that jut out without glass in them. It just adds a uniqueness to the building. Some people may think it's dated. I think it's just different, which is cool, you <laughs> yeah. know? It was probably awesome in the 70s. <laughs> Your brewery um, almost cool with that. looks like no brewery that I know of. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And so the overhead, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, exactly. I'm gonna take, I take that as a compliment. Anything, yeah. if anything that's different, you know, is, is a good thing. So that overhang, we looked at the building and we're like, whoa, there's really high ceilings in there and there's already footings and, and posts. Like, well, you know, will the town just let us, um, you know, go to put town. up some walls yeah. and yeah, they were, they were, the town's been amazing. They they amended the site plan to allow us to do that. Saved us a bunch of headaches. It was amazing. Hampton has been, uh, they have been our best friends. We would not be able to do this here without the town. It's so, so amazing not to interject, but we have heard so many nightmare stories of towns yeah. being like, we don't want a brewery. It's like Footloose, right? It's like, oh, yeah. we don't want dancing. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. like, it's no like, dancing. How could you not want a brewery? I mean, with the amount of foot traffic and community aspect that you'd want. Yeah. I mean, if you're a city planner and you don't want a brewery, like, yeah. what is wrong? It's like, how many Dunkin' Donuts do you want? But you don't want any breweries? We want you know? five Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So no <laughs> when we went before the town, when we went before the town, the only question they had for us was they're like, okay, well, wait a second. So I guess technically two questions. They're like, so you want to increase your business, make more, more benefit for people to visit our town. And we're like, yep. And they're like, okay, we only have one serious question for you. We're like, Okay. All three of us are like, what's what's going to be next? They didn't guys ask, like, can we host my kid's birthday party here? The guy, no, the guy's like, the guy's like, are you going to make a good pilsner? No, what? That's awesome. And we're like, we're like, yeah, for you, yes, yes, we will. yeah, yes. let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about this pilsner? Is it named after yeah. this gentleman or woman? Uh, no, you should tell him. You tell him. Let him know what's up with our yeah. Our yeah, tell us what's up. Yeah, I want to hear about. It. I love yeah. hearing. We've been having a ton of fun with this. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple a couple loggers that we've we've pushed through. Nice. So at the um, now, is it easier to do some loggering because you are brewing on a smaller scale, so you have a little bit more tank space here? Where you know, if your brewery's known for New England style IPAs, you know, you need to get those any uh, IPAs out. No, well, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> not you really. You can say no. <laughs> you say know, no. Yeah. you yeah. know it's no. Yeah. But um, but so I w I just wanted to get into a story. So, yes, we love stories. So. The last night at Old Whim, um, we had this blowout party. It was amazing. Uh, one of the guys that worked for us, um, Pete Bresnahan, um, awesome dude. He worked. He worked at Old Whim. He came over with us over here. Um, he's not. He went off on his own thing. But that night, we were talking, and he's just like, "You need to build. You need to uh, brew a lager for." Hampton, and we're gonna call it Towny Pond Water. I was like, uh, I was like I'll do. Okay, yeah. so, sold. So now we're like, we've kind of got like a series. So we've got, you know, it's an adjunct lager, ten percent corn. Um, you know, other than that, it was just just Pilsner malt. Yep. Um, pretty simple. Uh, some a little bit of tetaning. Uh, just know, a little nice. tetaning for bit bittering. Stuff, yeah. Tetaning yeah, yeah. at like ten minute edition. Um, super easy drinking beer. 
Um, but we went from the, the towny pond water and then we, we did the, so we just got, it's TPW lager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex wouldn't let me call it towny pond water. He thought it would offend me. Well, <laughs> we, we, couldn't, <laughs> we, had a, we had a hard time agreeing over water and water. You I, know, like like water. It, I like it. I like it. It would have to yeah. be water, right? Yeah, yeah. towny pond yeah. water. Right. Yeah. But I didn't. I guarantee like, you, no other brewery has that name. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. I'm like we just can't do the AH thing. You know what I mean? Like, not yet. Uh, Why not? not yet. We, we got. We'd have to. You know, we're a few miles too far from you know Massachusetts to have the oh, come lobster <laughs> lobster thing going on. Get the That's fuck all. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan lives in Salisbury, and he, he drops. This in. is how he's he there. sounds. He's yes. there. You're you're close enough. Yeah. You know, exactly. we're, we're not close. This is how Seabrookers talk. We call him Bubba Tut. I lived in Seabrook for a year. He's a oh yeah, (laughs) that's a brookie dude. He knows what's up. Don't even know. So I I am curious though. So Wim closed its store in so Old Wim. You were calling it Old Wim. I'm gonna call Old Wim. I like yeah yeah. Old Wim closed its store what twenty end of twenty eighteen beginning of twenty nineteen. No, we we um it was right before July. We we were down for five weeks. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Man, good for you. Jeez. That's it tough. was pretty hectic. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We had a we we have always been one thing that makes us a really great team is we're we're always challenging each other. And this was one of those challenges. We say, hey, let's do this. Let's get l- l- let's try and do this in this amount of time, you know. And um and we set a date and we missed the date by one day because <laughs> of Aquarian water Thanks, making Aquarian. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, we did get the gosh. We, yeah, so <laughs> on the it was our water was, bill just went up, right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait a second, your bod, your bod numbers are <laughs> yeah, you're a little, you've been being undercharged. Yeah, so yeah, uh, they they dropped a um on the day that we were supposed to open. This is a great story for the podcast because there's a ton of our friends helped us out. On the 23rd of August, they dropped an, an E. coli um, no. warning in the water, and we had prepped. Oil. All of our food, washed all of our vegetables, oh, everything. So oh, oh my God. instead of opening on the 23rd, <laughs> oh, we threw everything away oh. and we started chasing down all of our friends that had breweries for water and um, Great Rhythm hooked us up. Yep. We got, um, we got um, jockey boxes from breweries wow. with kegged water and we brought in kegged water yeah. and we poured we had kegged water on draft. We oh, had it. It was awesome. The jockey boxes <laughs> in the kitchen. So we washed all of our vegetables and everything with kegged water, and we opened on the 24th, which is a huge, huge, huge so accomplishment to our staff. They damn. did an amazing That's job. Awesome. It is awesome to hear the, the, the craft. I mean, we hear these stories in Massachusetts all the time, and we hear them in New Hampshire, too. It's just, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's really cool. The community yeah. in the craft yeah. beer industry is amazing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Absolutely. It made us feel really good to... Uh, to 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 know that we were accepted, you know, yeah. with our by our peers and, and and it was awesome. You mentioned searching around, you know, the seacoast for the perfect spot. Um is Hampton home for either of you and Bob? Is or is where's home for you? Where'd you grow up? So we're all from we're all from well Matt and I are from the Seacoast area. Um we both grew up in Raymond. Um my father lives in Greenland. Yeah. So um, I lived in Exeter for a little while. So all over What's the seacoast. I live here in Hampton now. So honestly, we probably could have been in this building a few months earlier, but I did feel a little guilty about bringing it up. I drove by it every single day <laughs> looking at it like, 
oh yeah, that, that'd be an awesome place. But <laughs> I never brought it up because I thought it was a little selfish, yeah. you know? Because you lived in the town. Yeah, I lived <laughs> like, like oh, two minutes away. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah, so when we were in our doldrums after missing out on this first opportunity we went to look at, <laughs> Matt and I are sitting around with long faces. Alex kind of sidles over and says, you know, there's this building on Route 1. It's I drive past my it. house. <laughs> I drive past it every day. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Matt and I kind of shrug and I say, well, see if I can get us in. And we got in. One of the yeah. things that kind of blows my mind with breweries, right, is there are so few breweries off of a major highway. I mean, Route 1 is a major highway. It goes from the tip of Maine to the Key West, right? Florida? Yeah. yeah. Right. So... Was that was that strategic? I mean, did that just happen since? I mean, you, how many breweries do we have to go through? Uh, take a right at Elm Street and 500 feet, take a right onto Monroe Street. Too many. You know, it's you're in a perfect location. There's so much foot traffic, especially during beach season and so on and so Definitely. forth. Definitely. I mean. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's nice to know that other people think it's a good location, too. <laughs> um, you know, I do think that, you know, from being in the industry for a while, you know, when we first opened, when we were in Portsmouth, we were in a very, very unique space. Um, quite honestly, uh, it was a challenging space because of that. And I'm not sure. Has any, had any of you guys ever been to Old Wim? I had not. Yes. No. You've I'm been sure. there, yeah. Okay. You yes. look really familiar. You've been in a few times? Uh, a few times. Okay. His yeah. face is just, yeah, face. That's just That's just my face. Yeah. Oh, I never forget <laughs> a face. I can never remember a name. You know, we'll see. Well, you, were you spilling drinks there? We're trying yeah. to sell no, that. No, I was not. That's what I recognized. We're trying to sell that face on OnlyFans. And he won't Um, But, you know, we were in a really unique um, location before, and that was kind of the thing. You know, when you look back in, you look back at that 2010 to 2015 era of craft beer, it was a, there was an exclusivity that was a part of it. You know, part of craft beer drinkers that I don't think is completely gone, but it is not as strong as it used to be, was that we only trust each other. We only Mm -hmm. trust each other to tell us what's legit. So we were able to be in very unique places. And I started to see, you know, as as it became more, uh, as craft craft beer became more adopted, people um, people were caring less because more people were having options. So yeah. you didn't need to have such an obscure location. Um, and, be cool uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So that yeah. was part of, you know, that's part of it. And, and a lot of our, you know, a lot of our... I mean, uh, we Portland, have Portland, like industrial way. I mean, yeah. those are not the sexiest of locations, <laughs> right? I mean, you go to like... Right. Uh, What's it called? Uh, go to any of them right there. Austin Street. I mean, their other location is so much more beautiful than the Industrial Ave one. It's like, yeah, no, that's a huge, I agree. Yeah, yeah so I, it wasn't as important. You know, I think early on when when I was thinking about it, I was probably thinking about more obscure locations to kind of um, continue that, continue on with that. But, you know, it, it's not as important anymore as it used to be. And, and I think the convenience of it because I think the future of craft beer is definitely more localized. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. And, and I, in these types of locations, I think lend better to that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So not only are you guys serving amazing beer, we got to sample some pretty dope cocktails. Um, and yeah. you have great food, and they have food here too. Well. Thank yeah. you. So before we get into the amazing food that you guys have here and some of the craft cocktails that you have here, let's hear from our sponsors. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. 
Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. So we're back. Erica, I've been enjoying this. What maple? Can we talk about this first? Imperial Stout. Yeah, I. Yeah. I recently got vaccinated, and, and probably not a good idea to drink. It's actually the best idea. It's recommended. The CDC. Yep. Do not listen to this. <laughs> I, I, I should preface it by saying the CDC does not agree with this, but my CDC but, says you should probably yes. drink with the COVID vaccination. But that's not the only thing you serve is amazing beers. I mean, the you beer have cocktails, that you're which the, we've sampled three of them. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. And the food here, which we haven't had yeah. yet, but we plan on. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, you coming from the food industry, Alex, uh, was it important to have that's that, that food aspect with the beer? Yeah. You know, uh, actually quite the opposite. When Ooh. we first started, when we first started the business, um, I knew just how challenging, you know, rest, a restaurant Brew pub kind of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how difficult that is. Um, and so I wanted something a little bit more simple. And once we started, once we started uh, really getting into our food, um, into a into a groove of creating items, that was probably midway through 2013. So about six months after we opened, I started saying, "Oh, you know what? I actually feel really good about serving amazing food." <laughs> and I started taking a lot of pride in it, much like the the rest of the things uh, that we were doing. And and that's where it came. That's where it started. So once I started feeling a sense of pride, I couldn't get enough of it. You know, I wanted us to d- keep doing better. Um, and right now, our chef's been with us, I think, for cl- close to five years, nice. if, if not that's more. Awesome. Um, and his name's Hunter Doolittle. We have an amazing team um, of family members and um, friends. We're all family here, and everybody works really well together. There's no. Um, when it comes to the menu, which is really great, there's no ego. It's about what's best. Like, Hey, let's break yeah. them. B- let's break the mold. Let's try some crazy things. And if they work cool. And if they don't work, no oh, sweat, well. you so, know, yeah. I yeah. have to say that the, the stout mac and cheese that you guys have on is like chef's kiss. Oh, and I mean, you. like to hear, <laughs> like, I mean, you're using you. the beer ingredients to yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we try we try to incorporate beer wherever we can. Beer is a very um it is it is a very tricky thing to cook with. Um yeah. you know, contrary to popular belief, people think, you know, you know, put beer in it and it's better. And that's <laughs> not, it's not like it's not like using cheap wine and like your yeah. Your, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So um that is all it's all experience and trial and error. No one can no one goes to school to learn how to cook with beer. You know, we just try the most ridiculous things that we that we have ever, you know, that we can think of and see if they work. And if they don't, I mean, I think we tried injecting 
we tried sucking egg yolk out of eggs and filling it with um, beer and then hard boiling. Them. Oh my god! You know, yeah, we did that. You know, <laughs> How did and, that turn out? and um, they came out all right, but they were a ton of work and they were really difficult um, to do. So you know, just experimenting things like that. What if did someone you even has call an, those? I'm just curious. Um, I don't even remember. That was that was many years ago. <laughs> See that that's like a thirty dollar. Yeah, we right did there. we did yeah. one yeah, with the that. innovation. I love yeah. to hear though. We did one with uh the the best one was with sriracha and I can't remember what beer. I think we used like I can't remember what beer we use. Listen, like I awesome. Kind of want Guy Fieri to come here, but I don't. Like at the same time, yeah. it's like yeah, such right, a conflict right. of interest because like I could hear him being like, "Bro, we egg do beer." <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> it's so yeah. stupid, but it's like that's yeah. the type of innovation I think people are like afraid They're to do. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's cool. Good on yeah. you for your you know, hey, you know, um, what do they say? What do they say? The only person who's failed is the person who never tried, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's it. Well, you're trying. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Dude, we're all. I think we're all, we're all trying. We're all doing okay. We we made it. That's man. Awesome, we made though. it. Do yeah. or do you not. Know, we did. We're on the other side now, and I Woo-hoo. think that things are going to get better here with COVID. Yeah. So for sure, I, do too. I, I yeah. agree. So COVID is a perfect segue. Obviously, that impacted your business plans, I'm sure, for for sure. Um, you being fortunate enough to have a restaurant on site, did, how much did that impact business? Yeah, what changed? Sales? What, what, what changed for you? Fortune I mean, was... I, I, I mean, in Massachusetts, <laughs> there were so many breweries that were open that did not have food and they had to adapt on the run. So it's, it's good that you were able to probably still sell food. With your beer. We, we had to adapt on the run pretty much. Yep. If we were back in March... Uh, 16, um, talking with the Chamber of Commerce about an upcoming business after hours event, mm-hmm. the news hit and we went back and forth with them about that. Like, is it safe? Is it not safe? Safe. And we said, no, nah, it's not safe. Let's not do it. Two days later, we were shut down. Oh, geez. Yeah. And we were shut down for two months. Mm-hmm. That's um, tough with like a newer. And we had to then adapt with a to-go menu. Uh, at that time, we couldn't sell beers to go. Yeah. Um, and you guys had draft accounts, I'm sure, from other breweries, right? We had we had to return a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and our distributors were great to us, absolutely great in accommodating us and our vendors. Everybody knew it was, what it you was. know, yeah. um, wartime, basically. Yeah. And everybody had to hunker down. What we didn't realize is that it was going to be this way for so for a long. Pandemic yeah. For so long. Yeah. And we have adapted. I mean, you guys could speak to that, uh, how we did it, you know, day in and day out. Yeah. I think, you know, what, what was most important <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's weird because change is really difficult for people. And I think that that's the, the biggest, you know, the biggest challenge for people with COVID is change. It's just yeah. your everyday life changing. And, because I think because we have such a, you know, we're so open to trying new things and, and our business is constantly changing. Our branding's changing. We just like keeping things fresh because, you know, we're here, we live it. It's just like anybody else. When you go, you know, Bob was saying, you know, you want to go to work and do something you love. Um, you know, we all work here. We're here every day. We're working and we want it to be fresh and fun and enjoyable as well. So I think our team and our staff, they were so open to the change and so accepting because that's kind of how we, we roll. Um, and it was a So you huge, set the team up for success? Well, no, kind of I, don't, model. I don't want to say us, you know, I, I think the culture, our, 
our team already lived the culture of change. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't as big of an impact as it was on some businesses. You can walk into some businesses and they have, you know, the same four beers or the same menu for the past 10 years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that can be, um, that, that can be really difficult for people to come into work and have to, and all of a sudden have your whole life change. We're always changing a little bit here. So I think it was a little bit easier yeah. for them to, uh, 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 go with the flow of change. Yeah. And what it was, was a big rallying cry for staff and, and our team, you know, viewing it as a challenge rather than, you know, uh, a gloom and doom situation. Um, we really did uh, adapt to our business model, um, set people up who were going to do deliveries of takeout. Um, we probably went from, you know, cranking along saying, just got to get into the summer. It's going to be our first summer here. It's going to be great. <laughs> and then yeah. boom, to where we had revenues drop 95%. Oof. Well, congrats. It's an inspiration just to kind of yeah. hear that you guys are still here, hearing that 95% of the sales. Like, yeah, it's wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We, have, we have an amazing team. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all here because of the people that work for us, you know, and give wow. a, while we're on here, you know, I'd like to shout out to our entire staff, you know, um, Kevin Group, who runs our bar program, which our cocktails. Ooh. Kevin, Kevin has been kind of a- uh, Those drinks were dope. They just have were to say. so like, yeah. Thank good. you. Yeah, him, um, uh, our other bartender, Shannon, she's a great mixologist. So um, these guys, um, they just kill it. And the thing is, is like, we talk about change. It's They love that too. They love it to be fresh. They love the idea of being able to be creative. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to go and, yeah, you know, but live the same right. You, you know, want something new over once in a again. while. But I think yeah. the thing that's cool yeah. about you guys is you are being fresh, right? But like, we had a drink that was a base, uh, um, a amped up whiskey sour, right? And it's not yeah. like you were like, you know, I'm gonna take whiskey and I'm gonna put toothpaste in it, right? Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, something yeah, stupid yeah. like that. Like, yeah. you're willing to take those risks, yeah. but like you're yeah. taking calculated risks that like are gonna. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Anyone who comes into our kitchen knows. Do not ever suggest putting Brussels sprouts on our menu because hey they're awesome and people love it love them we get it but we're not doing what everybody else does <laughs> yeah. that's just it we don't want to do what everybody else does there's other people that do it when I go out I want to be excited to go somewhere else but whim yeah you yeah, know exactly. because they have things that we don't yeah and we want to offer that to our customers as well we want to offer something different and we want to um you know, experiment and use people's talents. Like we have a lot of, a lot of talented people and going through the, going through the, the pandemic, you know, our staff talking about all these people there, they just, um, you know, they, they took all of their skills and, um, and applied them every day and to, you know, 110%, you, you didn't survive through this showing up half to work. Yeah. Definitely. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, nobody did. That's, no one yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. There's no free passes. And uh and our staff definitely didn't get a free pass. They worked really hard and uh it's been it's been amazing to be a part of. Wow. It's cool to see a little bit of uh something for everyone, really. Yeah. You know, people who like beer, people who don't like beer. Yeah. Um have a food option. So it's it's good. It's just very cool to hear that you're I mean, we hear a lot of breweries say, you know, our staff, but it's it it shows you know here. Definitely. I mean, I I follow you guys on social media. I know what you guys have been doing. Uh, I remember when you opened and being like, 
what is this place? What is them, <laughs> right? Not and being in the scene and knowing what craft beer is and, and then really kind of just figuring out that, wow, you guys are doing things that are pretty substantial and still paying homage to the breweries that you love and keeping consistency with the food that you're serving. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, there are a lot of breweries who brew beer excellent, right? Yeah, so I, many breweries out there, you know, you can you can name them on the off the top of your head. But, you know, when it comes to hospitality, when it comes to food, when it comes to, you know, the space that it comes to, you know, typically one of those spaces is lacking. I think that you guys all execute on all of them reasonably yeah. well, you know. Well, thanks. I think that, you know, we have a we have an amazing team between the three of us and we all bring different talents. And I think it's really important. Um for everybody to, you know, I've always said, like, you're not going to send a Porsche, you know, to take the trash out and you're not going to take a dump truck to the racetrack. You know, you really, know. that would it be could awesome. be funny, and guys. Let's watch we'll dump truck it. It, it, it could be awesome, you know, but, but it could the, be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> be right, a train wreck. right, right. You know, but the thing is, is people want, they want to do what they're good at. They want to feel good yeah. at, you yeah. know, what they're producing. And, and I think that we, we have so many people that have talents that are that are able to, you know, to express them. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's not only that's talents that the talents complement each other. Yeah, they do, yeah. There's an integration. It's diverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, diversity in talent. Yeah. I'm curious about the beer that you guys are serving here. What's the flagship? What's the beer that you guys are known for? Uh, Tiny Palm Water. Is there a flagship? <laughs> there really is. I've, <clears throat> I've only brewed the same beer twice here. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. So lots of and, variety. No, I mean, like two a, really popular beers, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Um, I'd say, awesome. like, our, our two most popular beers are um, Emerald Weapon, which, which is, is a, a double IPA. Yep. Okay. Uh, you guys just missed that. Yep. Um, I think Darn. it takes, like, last week. But um, that one's that one's a double IPA. Dry you burn hops. it again? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be your third one. Yeah, we're doing like yeah. a weapon series. So cool. there's emerald weapon, cool. diamond weapon, ruby weapon, yeah. uh, ultimum weapon. <laughs> final, nice. final fantasy. Yeah, I got. I know. I know. Yeah, right. that's awesome. I didn't want my that's fans awesome. to think I was that much. Friendly, I'm just but I playing know. nine yeah. right now. By the way, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and well, I'll, leftover fireworks is another <laughs> big one that's going to be coming back. Leftover fireworks. Yeah, yeah that one's that one. That one is another one that we brewed a couple of times. And, that, and, and you know, we, we kind of brew that along with the, um, you know, big events. Anytime you'd be, you know, shooting off some fireworks. Yep. So like Fourth of July. Know, after, yeah, after yeah. a couple yeah. of weeks after Fourth of July was the first time Whatever. we brewed it. <laughs> and, you know, it just stuck around. There was no rules in COVID. So you can, whenever you want to shoot off fireworks, you could. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but really, like, for the brewery, we're just... We're experimenting. We're having That's fun, awesome. you know, That's trying awesome. out. Like we're not. We're you're not small, so like you can. You're not yeah, like distributing. Exactly. You're not doing anything crazy yet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Is not a dream come true for Bob and Matt. I mean, <laughs> well, honestly. And that- yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like, you know, we can try different yeast strains, yeah. try different hops. Like we're, you know, I, that's cool. Some things that are a little bit harder, like getting a getting a hold of decent hops, can be a little bit harder on the small scale. Yeah, but you know, other than that, like you know, we can, you know. We have the quality background, you know, I have, I have the experience, um, and you know, the experimentation background from homebrewing and it's it's just, it's been so much fun because, you know, we do it on all fronts. We do it, we do it with the, uh, the food side, we do it with the the beer side, with the, with the beer. Like it's just, you know, we're, we're having fun the whole time, but we're, we're not afraid to, you know experiment a little bit and, and what he's not saying is he, matt's like a hundred percent or nothing you know like it's got to be like 
right nothing you know if if any any ingredient or any part of the process isn't where he wants it to be um you know within within some of the things that he's learned throughout his career to be able to adjust him he knows what he can and what he can't and he's just he'll just say no it's not you know, that's so. That's such a nope, huge, not going to work. That's such a huge <laughs> feather in your cap because there are so many breweries out there. They just push that it anyway. Push it out. Yeah. Add an adjunct to it and say, "Yep, this is perfect. This is what we intended it to be like." Nah. And, and you respect your patrons enough to be like, "No, this is not what we want." So yeah, awesome for you for doing that. I yeah, we try we try not to dump beer, but I I no trust it's me. I, I hear you. It happens. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not going to say that about himself. We know, but it it's true. He's he's yeah. Shit happens. Yeah, shit happens, yeah. Eric. <laughs> but we're also lucky in that, you know, our whole philosophy of, of trying to be creative, trying to be adaptive, and trying to be local kind of dovetailed into these times because that's exactly what the consumer is looking for. Yeah, definitely. They want it to be fresh. They yeah, want it to point. be new. It's true. You know, and and we're, we've got the ability to be nimble, um, particularly with our brewing. Yeah. Um, so... You know, the days of a brewery having, you know, a flagship and three other beers, those are gone. Yeah. And, and you know, unless, there's such a big gap between the hyper-local brewery hmm. and the behemoths. Yeah. Even in craft beer. You know, you, it, we're not going to see another Sierra Nevada, another Lagunitas. Completely agree. You know, that was like the a, they caught fire like in the, that time period. Good for them, the but that's like not going to happen. The, yeah. the bridge to get from the local brewery, even doing, you know, 25,000 barrels to where those guys are, it's just too big a capital yeah. investment yeah. gap. Yeah. And the consumer is... Completely inundated with yeah. a bajillion so other options. options. So what what, <laughs> right. what are they going to yeah. do? They're going to look to local yeah. yeah, because that's where their vibe is. Mm -hmm. Man, you, you couldn't know, have said it better. I've been looking for somebody to state what you've said for, I think, the last year of the podcast. And you said it so eloquently in four sentences. I mean, the customer wants to support local. There are so many options. You go to the Packy in Massachusetts and you look at It's overwhelming. I mean, there's... 72 different IPAs, IPAs out there right? and you're like yeah. how do I know if any of these are good and then you look yeah. on untapped and you're like oh man some asshole did this at one and you yeah, really don't know right, what this right. is you know it's like well as beer becomes as it becomes more and more hyper local it also represents the area better correct Definitely. you know and that's what Definitely. it's coming back to I mean any history lessons they were it breweries used to were be just like that houses. yeah and that's where yeah. people every town had their local every, brewery exactly. and mm -hmm. we just we just brewed a beer um called uh saison de lane memorial and that's our local library oh, wow. so um cool. if anybody listens to this um you know get out there and support your libraries they're they're being hardly affected through this as well Absolutely. um and not super talked about but yeah that's yeah. all i have to say about that <laughs> So I, I hate to ask the question, but I always have to ask it. What's next? Uh, a lot. Boom. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. How much time do you guys have? Don't, get yeah, right, I mean, don't show all your cards. But <laughs> we've, you know, we're working on the Seven Barrel Brewery. Um, nice. Matt, why don't you give them a quick rundown of how we ended up down here? We're sitting down here with a brew house that was never supposed to be downstairs. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, I love of this COVID. space. Yeah. This is oh, great. You, I saw yeah. the yeah. pictures that you guys, you did the collab with Wandering Souls, Matt Smith. Yep. Yeah. It was not in this area, was it? Yes, it was. It yeah. was. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. It was on the little, guys... the little system. Aww. Yeah, yeah, the Cute. little baby system. Matt's awesome. <laughs> he really He's is the best. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, originally, uh, we we when we got in here, we started working on plans to build out 
the back side of the building. Um, so you saw that little drive through. Um, you know, we were going to enclose that, bump it back 10, 15 feet. Man, you're probably um, glad you didn't do that with COVID now, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we, you know, we, we invested a lot of money into just getting those plans yeah, pushed, course. pushed through. And, um, and now we're at a point where, you know, it's coming up on two years since uh, oh, we got geez. approval. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanted to move a little bit faster, but obviously coronavirus had other plans. Um, but what we're, what we're, <clears throat> what we're going to do this this um, summer is start breaking ground on it. So it's nice. going to, so we're just kind of slow rolling yeah. it. Um, so that's going to be a big thing. And that's to expand brewery space. Yeah. So it's going to be, awesome. the plan is to put a seven barrel brew, brew house in. Oh, you look so excited for it. <laughs> Cause we want to, you know, we want to, we want to have beer and we want to be able to can some beer like on this, cool. on this size, like, you know, we couldn't do it. We couldn't yeah. Can't no. really get a mobile canner down the basement. It'd be interesting. And they're really <laughs> interesting. They might. Yeah. You know, I'll just say like, try. You see like a <laughs> roll of cans like going up the stairs yes, around the corner yes. and out the yeah. door. You're like, can you know? I do a quadruple batch in one day? <laughs> yeah. And um, the logistics of brewing in a basement are a little challenging because there's 55 pound bags of grain that have to come downstairs. Right. And there's like a hundred pound bins of spent grain that have to go upstairs even just traveling water down down a little yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. bringing kegs and, up yeah. and stuff like you know that. and yeah. we, we can't like roll in you know a, a little canning line even if we had the capacity i mean there's just no way we yeah. the whole reason we got the two-bar brewery it's what fit through the door <laughs> yeah. this used to be a bank yeah the basement and a bank have these cement walls <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really? That's where the safe <laughs> yeah, there's two safes in here. Yeah, we, yeah, got, we, yeah. we have two vaults. vaults. There's one in the back down here, and there's one upstairs in the back nice. of our kitchen. The one upstairs in the back of our kitchen is our baking and prep area. Cool. One down here is dry goods storage. But they they didn't even bother to take out the frame. They took out the doors, but the, the frame yeah. of these die bolt. So your dry goods are really safe. They're very oh, yeah. safe. Nice. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. and you really know how scary it is because when you see that they've actually labeled a little hole in the frame and it's called air oh, just in case you get cool. trapped inside the vault <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah there's a little thing that you pull and turn it was a real vault so so again the logistics of we were toying with like let's put in a bulkhead you know and, and it's just not going to work so we're Gonna really focus on getting this brewery done upstairs. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. And we, we also have. Um, we'll be maybe the only Seacoast, you know, alfresco restaurant. That's gonna right. be a huge thing That's for coming. us. All of our glass this upstairs. Summer. When you when you come when you came in and you saw all of our glass um, windows on the two sides of our building, we're having all that taken out and we're putting in um, collapsible folding sliders. We want nice. us. We want this nice. entire place to feel outside while you're here. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah, it's going to be really nice and open and relaxing, yeah. especially post COVID. People, I was going to say, people want yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right? For that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But yeah. And maybe I'll get some floor drains at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Careful what you wish for me. I don't right. know. Anybody, yes. anybody brewing into, you know, all your waste goes, it gets caught in a bucket. Like, <laughs> no. You can't have any water on that's the floor. Works, right? Can't <laughs> even imagine what, a, what that's like. <laughs> what a crazy idea. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm certainly excited for what's next for you guys. I think our listeners are definitely, definitely excited. Yeah. Um, but we want our listeners to come to this location. I think people are going to be looking for excuses to come up to the seacoast. Go to the freaking beach and then come to Wim after or go before. Who yeah. Cares? Get lubed up and then go to the beach. Oh, yeah. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. I do too. Let's go to the beach right now. Mm, it's a little cold. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry. Can we roller skate on the boardwalk? Yeah. All right, we'll do okay, that. Okay, cool. Great. So 
Where are you guys physically located? 853 Lafayette Road in Hampton, New Hampshire. Right off of Old Route 1. Kid. Yep. Yeah. We're right off Old Route 1. We're right off of 95. So actually, uh, major 95-101 junction. So if you're passing through, going east to west or north or south, we are on the way. Perfect. Yeah. Really great location. And as uh, as uh, social mentioned. media, where are you guys located so our, our listeners can follow you? One more time. Social media. Social media. Oh, social media. At? Sorry. Uh, Wim.beer on everything. Nice. Yeah, so I would definitely encourage our listeners to come out to Wim because they got a lot of everything. The food, the drinks, there's something here for everyone. So if you have that significant other who doesn't like beer, we get it. We get it. Come Mine here. Doesn't. It's a little weird, but we get it. Yeah, yeah we got cocktails. Too. Yeah, we got, we got I give a crap all the time yeah, about yeah. it. I'm like, you're gonna love this one. Yeah, cocktails, wine, it. cocktails, wine. I mean, we tried three of the new ones. They're so good. Great food. Yeah. And you know what? It's honestly awesome to see that the three of you are able to just work so together and the. One question I just want to ask before Erica asks her favorite question is to Matt and Bob. I mean, was this what you envisioned, you know, Bob, when you said I wanted to open my own brewery and Matt, when you said you wanted to open your own brewery? I mean, is this outside of your wildest dreams? Well, it's definitely better. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I was oh, looking definitely. at a little tap room that, you know, I was going to have like spinning hot dogs and maybe meatballs in, in, a, in a crock pot. <laughs> yes. Meatballs so, are good. So yeah. that I could serve beer. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, this is a lot better. Cool. No, this is this has been an amazing experience, you know, in you know, going back to the three of us, like we're we're a great team and it's the only way we've made it through coronavirus. It's yeah. you know, it's been an amazing, amazing time. Nice. And to Alex, you know, working at Walmart logistics to, to owning this. a brewery. <laughs> I mean, dream come true for you? Oh yeah. I mean more than that, you know, I think um I, I live, oh man, I live every day like it's a dream. I'm I'm excited for the future. Every, it's everything's tomorrow, right? Like what what's next? So, I'm really really happy to be working with these guys. I I couldn't imagine a better mm-hmm. team of support. Like I, I feel like we're on the pay, on the same page about so much stuff. And in when we're not, we respect each other so much that it's easy to to figure things out. So to disagree. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, it's been awesome. And it's absolutely, it's more than a dream. I, uh, you know, I, anybody who's in this industry in, in the restaurant or brewery industry, and you have customers that are just, they're, they're off and they're in that moment and they're laughing and enjoying themselves. That's, that's really what makes this. Those are the days that you stand back and you go, Oh man, all right, we're doing (laughs) something cool, man. We're doing, this is, this is working. So that's awesome. Yeah. So thank you to all of our, our continued followers and fans and stuff as well. Erica, shoot Uh, away. Well, we like to end all of our episodes with this question. What are you most proud of? Yeah, yeah, no, it's as wide open as you want oh, it. No. Just, just that's super come easy for it. me. I'm, I'm absolutely, <laughs> I am most, I'm absolutely, you know, uh, without a question, I'm most proud of um, my wife and children. Aww. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool, good, good answer. Man. All right, well, uh, <laughs> you can sit at the table. Well, I mean, you're most proud of the microphone you're using. It's thanks, cool. Alex. Now I can't go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we do. This, that, that's how I set them up. Now, well, I, I mean, uh, no, I'm all right. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going to tell you. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no. My most favorite, my my greatest accomplishment is beating Emerald Weapon. <laughs> dun, dun, and that's going to be tough for my kids to swallow someday. That that is a tough oh, one. Man. That yeah. is tough. Oh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I'm proud of so many things. Um, I'm proud of opening a business. I'm proud of having an amazing, amazing uh, wife that it's a nurse, an oncology nurse over at Exeter Hospital, Megan. Boop, boop. Um, hey, Megan. 
You're the best. <laughs> I have a, a beautiful daughter, seven-year-old daughter, yes. who's so smart, and uh, you know I love her to death. Um, but you know I'm, I'm all those things. I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of these guys standing sitting next to me. Proud of Alex for for bringing this all together. You know he's kind of the main driving force. Um, proud I'm proud of Bob. Bob's like I said, he's just an amazing resource. He's uh, he's a very intelligent man, and also good on Bob saying that he wants to retire and work in a brewery. Chose this instead. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And um, if you need if you need to get things done, he knows he knows what he's doing. He you know was he was a lawyer for many years. Is he for um, hire? We like yeah. you know. But um, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of uh, our family. You know, our, our team is family. Uh, behind the scenes and, you know, up upstairs, those guys are all family to us. We've been through so much. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. That's well said. Yeah, that, that, was, that was well done. Yeah, that was very nice. I think you topped you, Alex. Thank you. I know. Yeah, um, nothing did a really good job. Yeah. Bob? <laughs> Let's see what we got, Bob. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. All right, here we go. Do you need first, a minute or need, First need of all, I'd like to thank my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to yes. thank God, too, and my agent. <laughs> and the people in the academy. Yeah. Yes, They've been all yes. so good to us. Brian, play the music, play the music. <laughs> play the music. <laughs> oh, wow, where do you go from there? Yeah. I mean, you know, um, of course, family. Um, blessed with a wonderful wife and, and five children. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> Five grandchildren, you know. And, nice, um, nice. You know, and, and just um, the uh, serendipity that kind of brought the three of us together. I'm really proud of these guys. We've been through so many challenges that would have crushed a new business, essentially. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because we reinvented WIM down here in Hampton uh, to to bring it to a a take what Alex had built over five years and take it to another level, which is what we all wanted. Yeah. And to get it to this level to where we not only have survived the pandemic, but we're, we're actually making progress while the pandemic is going on. It's just simply amazing. It's a credit to these two gentlemen. Big credit to you. Yeah. That was beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, it was. That's a tear right there. Thank you gentlemen for, <laughs> oh, for, for doing this <sighs> today. I mean, I love learning about, what you're doing we don't always interview a, a brewery brew pub restaurant and we yeah. get to learn about the side of the business because it's an important side of the business i mean in massachusetts new hampshire you don't always see the brewery pub side of it i'm a little bit more Definitely. common in new hampshire but this is a common thing that's exists across the country mm -hmm. dr breweries in texas you talk to breweries in oklahoma wherever so on and so forth this is the the model that is allowed in their states, so it's it's really yeah. awesome to hear that you guys are thriving and and doing well. And we wish you all the success in the future. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and likewise, um, this is really cool, and we appreciate you um, considering us. Anytime. Oh, absolutely. And this is awesome. Anytime. You guys make a great team as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. know they're on the other side. If you're a listener and you listen to this, these guys have a great um, you get great charisma between each other. Yeah. Yes. We try to. We all hate Ryan, but we, do. we, we collaborately <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. At that. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think we're going to, I'm going to have to eat like 10 pounds I'm of mac and cheese. And, I've had uh, a couple beers and I'm, I'm ready for some food. I think we are. That all out. So, uh, cool. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. You guys. Cheers. 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 
Hey everybody out there in podcast land, this is Matt, and to my right is Erica, yeah. Behind the glasses, sound guy Ryan, and we have an awesome episode for you next week. We're not gonna give you a sneak peek, but follow us on Instagram and Patreon. You know the links, but in case you don't, it's Brew Roots on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Brew Roots Podcast on Patreon. I didn't take a breath. It's great. Ryan loves it. Look at look at him. He's he absolutely loves it. <laughs> right. I think that, I actually think that's perfect. <laughs> I, I liked it too. I think it was great.